Good morning, everybody. Pastor Steve here, and today we are beginning to read a new book in the Old Testament. It's the book of Zechariah. Today we're in chapter one. Zechariah was a prophet uh, along with Haggai and Malachi who uh, who preached to the to the Jewish people, to the exiles who had returned to Jerusalem, to Judah from the 70 years of exile in Babylon, Persia, and so on. So they had come back. And so these are three prophets, Zechariah, Haggai, Malachi. That's the reason they're at the, near the end of your Old Testament <coughs> that were, <coughs> excuse me, preaching to the Jewish people, the exiles who had come back to Jerusalem and uh, Judah. And Zechariah and Haggai overlapped one another and actually preached during the time of Zerubbabel and, and um, Ezra. <clears throat> Nehemiah, who we recently read, The Rebuilding of the Walls, would come a few decades later. <clears throat> Malachi, uh, we can't date precisely, but we do know he was around this same time period, maybe a few years before Ze uh, Zechariah and Haggai, maybe a few years after them, but, but in the same general uh, time frame. And in chapter 1 of Zechariah, verse 1, this is one of the reasons we're able to date it, says, In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah the prophet. So this is Darius the Great, Darius the First. Uh, and we can date this because Darius became king in Persia in 522 B.C. So second year, somewhere around 520 B.C., depending on which calendar you follow. So that's the time period. And you'll remember that they had, they had returned to Jerusalem, started coming back. The exiles had somewhere around 535, so about 15 years earlier. It would be another five years before they would uh, finish rebuilding the temple. So this is the time frame for this particular vision or message from God, word from God that came to Zechariah for the people. And chapter one, chapter one includes two messages or two, well, two messages that God gave to, to Zechariah for the people, for these returning exiles. And the first one is really brief. It's verses one through six. And essentially God uh, is speaking through the prophet, through Zechariah, to the people there in Judah and Jerusalem, saying, saying to them, don't make the mistake your ancestors made who would not listen to me. Instead, you hear my words, repent of your sins and obey me and I will bless you. That's the message. The second message starts in verse 7 and actually continues through the end of chapter 2. So it's, and this one is a vision uh, that God gives him and then some words to preach. And, and so the chapter division, you know, verse, verse 21 ends chapter 1 and then chapter 2. That chapter division is right in the middle of this second vision or message God gave Zechariah. And we'll look at that part of it tomorrow. But the second vision is intended to encourage them that God will bless Judah. He will bless the Jewish people who've returned home, that uh, the temple will be rebuilt, the, the communities throughout the land, the nation will be restored and prosperous again. And that happened. Um, 
they never became the dominant nation in that part of the world again, but they were, were restored as a nation and were thriving even, you know, even in the days of Jesus, even though they were conquered by the Romans, they were still a nation. They were still in their homeland. And that was the case for almost 600 years from, from the time of this vision uh, in, in, um, uh, in 520 BC up until the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and the nation of Judah or Judea at that time uh, in 70 AD. So almost 600 years. So what God said here actually came to pass. Now that's the background and the history and, and all of that. Now what spoke to me is part of verse four. So chapter one, verse four. He said, do not be like your fathers. Now stop there a minute. God, through Zechariah, is saying to these people in Jerusalem and Judah who had returned from exile, don't be like your ancestors. Do not, do not, do not be like your fathers. And then he goes on to talk about how the former prophets Isaiah, Amos, Hosea, Jeremiah, on and on we could go preach to them. They wouldn't listen. He said, don't be like them. And the reason that spoke to me is even though many of us have godly, um, Christ-honoring parents, grandparents, heritage, not everybody does. And, and the, the, the point is, if you don't have that kind of heritage, you don't have to repeat the mistakes of your, those who came before you. That in, that in family, children, listen, children, you can change the trajectory of your family line, of your family tree. You can create new patterns. You don't have to repeat the patterns of the past. You can write a new story. You can create a new legacy if that is needed. The sins of the past do not have to be repeated in your life and in the lives of those who come after you. He says, do do not, do not, do not be like your fathers because they, they heard the word of God and they were religious and they did rituals, didn't obey God, not in the things that matter. And you'll see that clearly in chapter two tomorrow. Don't be like that. Set a new course for your life and for your descendants, one of godliness and obedience uh, to the Lord. You can, you can change, you can change what is passed down. That that happened in in my family. Um, I didn't grow up going to church. I didn't grow up in a Christian family. Um, Monisa was exposed to a little bit more of that than I was, but not a family that was active in church at all. And that's that's been changed, and not just for me. Or for her, or for our children, or but but beyond that, to our siblings and cousins and 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 the past, your family past, and the way you were raised does not have to dictate how you live going forward and what you pass on to your kids. If your ancestors, even if they were quote unquote religious, did not pass on a godly heritage, you can pass on a godly heritage. And Zechariah is encouraging us to do that by obeying God, doing what God says, and not just being religious. So I hope you pass on to your kids and grandkids, whether you are older 
or someone who's just getting started in, as a young adult pass on a life that honors Jesus. Change the trajectory, if you need to, of your family's future. Hey, God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow as we look at chapter 2.